lost in Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woohoo! <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? Mug and save our gracious cream. Mug and save our noble cream. Mug and sit. It's not my country's national anthem. Our oh, princes and nuns. <laughs> Which one? Just one of them. Prince Andrew. He is a big pedo. Our, our prince. The prince of our realm. Mm. We have a realm mm. that you're part of. Mm. There's a prince of it. Mm. He's a pedo. He probably has sex with underage sex trafficked women, Mm. girls. Um, um, So I watched the Dispatches episode uh, on Epstein. Aye. And then I watched the interview with Prince Andrew. Fuck me. That that was the the epitome of a guilty man. Aye. That's what a guilty man looks like. There has to be a breaking point at some point soon in society. Because we're just being lied to all the time. Yeah. And um, I'm currently catching up on um, the story that Behind the Bastards put together on him. They well, done. They done which a t- one, Epstein. Yeah. Yeah. So they done a two-parter in March, mm-hmm. which I've I'm nearly finished episode one, and then thought we'll come do the podcast. And then there's episode two was like back-to-back episodes, and they've done like a re-up. So that's why I've went back and listened to them. They've mm. done like a re-up recently. Um, but fuck me, man, the amount of people that are connected with him, like fucking Bill Clinton, took eleven flights on his private jet. In, in the space of a year and there was always girls on the flight um, mm. and he's got this private island that fucking Stephen Hawkins been to and fucking he's been away with Chris Tucker like there's people who there's people who you're fucking you're like Stephen Hawkins was nonsense well probably not but like anybody that goes anywhere with him now you just uh, think oh right I what the fuck are you up to Aye. So it's like um, there's there's so many people embroiled in just going to his going to his private island, going up on his jets with these girls on, and really push off people who have private islands. And Donald Trump was fucking uh, quoted saying, um, "Jeffrey Epstein likes girls almost as much as I do, young girls." And like he just like said it as if it was like the guy's a legend. Aye. That's the president. <laughs> fucking Prince Andrew, fucking Clinton. Like it's fucked up. It's the it's, it's power hungry psychopaths, it's, that's what it is. It's Prince Andrew they, the Queen's son. What? It's Prince Andrew the Queen's son. Yes. Well, sorry Liz, you raised a pedo. What a fucking Do you reckon that Trump's unconditional love? What a fucking stain like as on much her. As, as much as fuck. First of all, she's a stain herself. So, I don't like she. She has actually dealt with a fucking weird, weird, fucked up situation with with Grace. And I know there's like there's probably fucking a dark history to my decisions. Like Diana's death was pr- probably dubious. Epstein's death <laughs> is hundred percent dubious. You're realming into conspiracy theory here, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she she's fucking maintained dignity the whole time. She's what like ninety seven years old. Yeah, she's maintained dig- the, she's maintained the, dignity as an unelected ruler of a country that predominantly fucking dislikes her. Yes. 
she's handled that. And, she's handled and, and, that really well. She's handled and, and like just ceremoniously given one of the most backwards fucking things in the entire world with an unlimited amount of money. She's handled that very well. God bless her. What a wonderful woman. Aye, uh, that that should, it should have ended her. It should have ended her. She's done, like, you know what? She's done her. Given that it's the fucking, it's the, the information age and we didn't need a monarch and a queen, she's fucking held up that ornament of a monarch very well. When she goes, just let the whole thing go. She could have, uh, she, had the, she had the chance to win over Scotland uh, by when Boris Johnson was, because she has to confirm every prime minister. She could have just said, nah. Uh, she could have just said nah and we all would have went right alright Liz back on your side save the union but she's actually as far as I'm concerned and this is based on limited refresh she's done nothing useful uh, I know, she, I, people say that she brings in tourism that fucking aye to your part of the fucking country to your country not mine ah uh, she's good for London aye uh, she's good for London shout for the rest of it um, and her sons are nonce uh, sons are nonce that's the kicker <laughs> like if you ever, if you raise a pedo, you've failed. Like you've got to, and if you don't beat yourself up for pedo, for raising a pedo, I do think it's society's job to beat you up for raising a pedo. In not that, physically. I'm not suggesting you punch the. Well, queen. she 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 should fucking uh, behead him. She should demand a fucking inquiry. She should demand that he gets like. Should she do anything? She's ninety odd years old, man. She's a fucking old woman. Mm. She she's a. She's not going on a hundred. Should she, should she be expected to do anything at this point in her life? Just sitting in a fucking rocket chair. We are corgis running around, knitting, knitting away. Just describe my life. I'm, I'm <laughs> looking forward to her death just so the money changes. Not that I think she deserves to die. Just think it'd be cool to be part of a generation that gets to watch the stamps change. That's really excited for that, aren't you fucking muggle? Aye. Uh, you got your little... Bit, it'll be the, you as far as I'm concerned... You got your 50 pence piece from the coronation? It'll be, it'll be the only fucking interesting thing she's ever done in her life. Just the fucking... Another massive, like, unnecessary spend to change that other currency. Would no. you would you would you recall all the currency and then put new stuff out or would you just no, like... No, it's just... Would you just weed it out, like, you know, when they put the new 20s in, the plastic 20s and... No, it'd be that, like... I'm not going to use it. Just the next batch. I know she's going to be looking at old pitch, be like, "Who's this pitch? I don't fucking recognize. That's the Queen." Well, mm, can't accept this money. Do be funny. Do you think? Do you think Charles would though? Do you think Charles would be like, um, "I don't expect accept that," and you're like, "It's legal tender," and he was like, well, "It would be an incredibly English thing to do is to not accept currency for arbitrary reasons." So yes, aye, that is true. Um, aye, so that's what I've been doing mostly is fucking um, listening to Epstein and. Uh, Prince Andrew stuff Aye. while while knitting your Christmas jumper that's uh, well underway oh, I use is well underway I got gave you, it a break because you're further than me I use, I went for the easier method so you've got like really thick wool mm-hmm. thick needles thick needles like mm-hmm. 11, 11 size 11 11 millimetre aye so it is 11 millimetre yep right so you got them needles so yours grew like like Quickly, you've in a matter of days, you've done the full front of the um, jumper. No, but you have any up to the shoulders, up to the collar. Yeah, absolutely. You need to start shaping the collar. Right. So um, I taught you how to shape the collar last time, and now we've both forgotten. Aye. So we're gonna have to sit and down the together. The thing about knitting is there is no one way to do it. So you type it. I just assumed you just go and Google. And you go how do you how do you work around the collar? And it goes well. Which one of these seventy six methods were you using? And you go oh for fucking yeah. That was um, like when I learned the Rubik's Cube. 
You just had to pick a method and stick to it. There's a handful of different methods for the algorithms. I figure it's just something that you just, there's just too many methods. And also, same problem I've always fucking encountered with fucking knitting and learning knitting online. Right, and I'm, I'm gonna be sexist here, right? Fucking you sluts need to fucking slow the fuck down on how you teach things. Well, uh, fundamentally what I've learned, the difference between men and women, right, is that I need things explained to me a lot of times and then I'll be able to do it on my own forever. Whereas women pick things up in a millisecond and uh, every man is stupid beyond comparison. I have, I've noticed that the, the women on YouTube teaching you how to oh. knit are teaching you assuming you already know how to do it. Yeah. They're just like doing like a quick recap on this is what you do. Just, Whereas the, the men that teach you how to do it are right. Okay, I know you're right, retarded. Yeah, go, they go, all right, all right, dumbass. With your right hand, pick up this bit of string and you go, good, now what? And he goes, with your same hand, wrap this string around the right stick and you go, good, got it. Then with your left hand, take this bit of the string and put a bit and you go, fucking, this is spot on. This is how you, women are like, once you found the second curve, all you have to do is you need to take the second part of the, of the first stitch. And you go, we are 35 seconds into an instruction video. How the fuck have you already, already gone to code lab? Uh, yeah, you, you're using like stuff I'm not familiar with. Um, so I've, uh, I've went for the thinnest wool I could find and the small four millimeter needles so that I can have uh, each stitch as a pixel so I can draw a picture. Mm. Um, now I have come across a couple of obstacles. First obstacle is doing that method takes for fucking ever to knit a jumper because every stitch, uh, like there's a, so mine in the round is uh, 260 stitches. Mm. Um, so that means when I separate it, it's 130. So if I do 131 way, 130 back, 130 the other way, 130 back, I am moving at a fucking snail's pace doing a dot matrix print mm -hmm. of this picture. Now, the second problem I come up with is the picture I took, I made a grid out of it. Mm. And then I chose which color would go on each square. So I had like a bit of mental gymnastics to do because if you grid a picture into pixels, it... If it transitions from red to black, it'll have like red, then burgundy, then like kind of a lighter black. So, so you've got to decide, right? I'm gonna to have to make this red up until a very solid point, and then it turns black because I'm not gonna do the gradient like that. Mm. So I had to rearrange the gradient of the picture like that. And then the other obstacle was the pixels are squares. No, knitting isn't squares. It's like kind of oblongs, I or not even they're like they're they're they're. they're it's not if you do if you do a hundred uh, stitches by a hundred rows, it's not going to be an exact square. So I had to work out the ratio, and then I had to add rows. I mean, at this it's point, at this point, at this point, you're just doing what every woman in YouTube tutorials does. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all you're doing. It's all you're doing. You're just explaining something overly complex as if it's a simple thing. No, but and it's then, it's complicated to me too. But I'm having yeah. to figure this out as I go, and uh, I think I might have done it. But there was one point where I've got fucking seven balls of wool on the go at one time, and I'm just like, why have I fucking committed to this? Oh, I kind of, I just, I think that's one of the main problems with what I'm slowly realising is it's one of the oldest ideas in the world, which is I think men process. Men and women actually do process things differently. And as a liberal, that's hard to take on board because you go, everyone's equal, we're all the same. And then you go, oh, no, we're not. Well, if men and women were exactly the same... There would be no transgender. No, I don't because know. that means there is differences between us, and that's how you can tell that you're in the wrong body. 
Well, uh, because you go, I'm different. I'm not. I'm not the same as the other people getting, who have this now body now type. We're, now we're getting. Now we're two white men getting onto a conversation of what the difference between gender and sex is. And I'll be honest with you, I can't be fucked ever joining that debate in my life. I'm not going near it. I'm not touching it. I'm not. I've, I've got no interest in it. I've, I don't know enough about it to add any useful bits of information. To but the you top. just went near it. You went near it just by suggesting that. Oh no! Yeah, 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 Fine, because I understand men. I understand women. I know nothing about trans issues. So if you want to jump into that pool, fucking enjoy it. I'm not going anywhere near that swimming pool. I, enjoy your swim. Enjoy your swim. I'm going over to the paddling pool. Yeah, so I'm you were, go, I'm, I, I'm not so for you, it's a minefield. I you were am, just like, that's a minefield. My opinion's probably wrong, and I'm going to step on one of them mains, and I'm I'm high profile get, enough to get just, fucking into big trouble. Just don't for that. Like I can I can I can probably go through that minefield totally untouched until. I uh, get some level of fame and then all of a sudden a soundbite will get took off the podcast and all it's of a sudden I'm transphobic. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not even that. It's, I don't have anything to... Uh, man, we live in a world now where everyone's asked for their opinion on everything and I go, I don't care what your opinion is on that. I don't care what your opinion is on that. I don't care what your opinion is on that. Why are you telling me these people's opinions on this? Someone I don't care about, their opinion on something else I don't care about. So I'm nominating myself or I'm, or I'm being responsible for going, I do my opinion on trans rights is not interesting. It's not your problem. Nor new, nor there's no reason for it to exist. And if I do have one, it doesn't belong in the world because it's yeah. not conducive to everything. But because we live in a world where people weaponize fucking opinions of everyone, I'm not giving it. I'm not giving it because I'm not having anything brought out of fucking context. If you want to talk about trans issues, go ahead. I'm not interested in this discussion. Well, I definitely think uh, gender is in, in the mind and it's a society-based thing. And it's not to do with your body type as such because I, I'm gonna go oh, fucking hell. I'm gonna get there. Right, body type I think is ba- binary. Is that the word for it? Binary when there's one or the other. Aye. Like a dead body can be identified as male or female, yep. but your personality can be anywhere along the spectrum of what society expects from a male and female, and the way men think and women think. Like, as you just mentioned, men can think different to women. And we're, def- we're not equal in that respect. So you can be born with a woman's mind and a man's body. I disagree, but I, just, I think this is an utterly pointless discussion. But it's going to segue nicely into Andrew Maxwell's In the Jungle. Oh, aye, with Caitlin Jenner. With Caitlin so that'll Jenner. be interesting because then you actually get to hear someone whose opinion on the subject does matter. Mind you. Andrew Maxwell's. No, oh, Andrew Maxwell. Mind you, Caitlin Jenner has, regardless of uh, what she's uh, done for trans rights, she still killed a person. Yeah, she ran someone over, didn't she? I, uh, I found that out when we were watching South Park and she just knocked someone over randomly and then you paused it and you were like, fucking, you know that actually happened? She killed someone and then <laughs> and then had enough money to get away with it. Much like Cesar Azpilicueta. Did he do that too? Murderer. Oh. Aye. That, you know what, though? That would actually suck to just be... You're, you're living your life, you're Daniel Sloss, you're having a nice time. Your, your success is doing well. You're having this like to her. You've got your girlfriend. You've got your house. You just everything's everything's nice and ticking over. You have your complaints, but they're arbitrary on the scheme of things. And then all of a sudden, somebody fucking steps out into your car where you're doing five mile an hour, ten mile an hour over the speed limit, right? Mm. And your life's fucking completely different. But was was that what happened with her? I'm not sure. Well, let's is that go. what happened with Aspel Quinta? Nah. No. Let's but I'm just saying, like, you know, that 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 is something I live in fear of, right? Is like accidentally, like in, in a car accident, accidentally fucking killing someone. Because mm. even if I was within the fucking speed limits, they jumped out. Like that's still on me. That's still on my mind. I still. 
Aye. I still pointed the car in that direction and pressed the fucking accelerator mm. into that human being and mashed them up and the soul left the body. Like, that would fucking suck, man. Depends. For, for me, it fully depends. Like, like do, you, uh, do you think that... Sorry, I'll cut you off. Uh, well, it fully depends. Like, for example, I... Uh, I, I totally agree. I've had a, I had a friend from high school who killed someone in a car crash, went to prison for two years uh, because of it, uh, and uh, I was just like, I was prison. He goes, he's like, easy, piece of piss, doesn't matter. I have to live with this for the rest of my life. The prison's not the he's, punishment. He's, he's like, he's like, he's like, the prison is. I killed my best friend, and I have to live that with that every single day for the rest of my fucking life. And I'm like, yeah, that absolutely fucking like, imagine killing someone plays, uh, you know, things in your head. That being said. Um, there's definitely places in, 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 in Fife, in coastal Fife in Scotland where I grew up, where it's like, they go, it's a 20 mile an hour zone here, and it's between uh, like, a, a, like a brick wall and a path, and that is still 20 miles an hour at four in the morning. I'm of the opinion, if you're crossing from that pavement to that wall at four in the morning and I hit you at 30 miles an hour, I should be allowed to kill you at that point, because what were you doing? Uh-huh. Like, I don't, think, I don't think speed limit should be rigid across the board every single time of day. Yeah, you I think, think it should. It should. Uh, or, I, or, or much like, much like my plans with the airports, I think there should. I think there should be other. There should be the basic level driver's license, right? Which is, hey, can you drive a car? You go, yeah, I can drive a car. They go, cool. You can drive these cars. This is what you're fucking training. My lane. If, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you go to like an extra six months of fucking training, there's another motorway that you get to use because you're just. But I just, I think there's uh, not to segregate society. I just give people sirens. I mean, uh-huh. I think in here that picked up on the on the mic on the Mac, but um, that guy that guy's got his extra license that uh, to go faster than everyone else when he presses a button. Just become a policeman. Mm. Um, so uh, I don't know what happened with uh, Caitlyn Jenner or then Bruce when she he hit the person with a vehicle, but I'm assuming she didn't aim it at them and murder them. Well, let's find out. Let's Google it together and find out how much of a murderer she is. Oh, I spell it quite as. So, like, I, I mean, it absolutely sucks that ha- that happens, and if they were drunk or speeding or anything like that, yes, they were at fault for manslaughter, but that's a fucking sucky thing to have to live with. Yeah. I've... Ugh. I mean, it sucks more for the other person, so that's where, that's where your sympathy really goes. Um, are you looking it up? Yep. Mm. Should I probably? I should probably fill this air with something. I'm talking about my British shape now. Um, so no, I'm gonna let them know if um, anyone, know, if any of the new listeners, I wonder what we're talking about. Andrew Maxwell's in the jungle. The OG listeners will understand that Andrew Maxwell is a good friend of Daniel and I, and um, he is the main face of Altitude Festival, which we frequent every year, most years at least. And uh, when we were at Altitude last time. Uh, he was on this podcast. He's been on the podcast previous to that. Uh, he's a friend of the podcast, and now he is in the jungle with Ian Wright and Caitlyn Jenner and a bunch of other celebrities, and it's fucking bizarre for us. <laughs> like, uh, last night, uh, he paired up with... I'm, I'm forgetting the name of the uh, lady he paired up with. What's she called? Uh, the TV presenter, daytime TV presenter. Good. I was really stoned. I was super stoned last night. It was so bizarre, because my fucking phone blew up because... Because Maxwell become a meme, and everybody did he become a meme. I think it was he, just in a couple of memes. He became a meme because everybody took a picture of the screen and went, oh, "Are they hoping to find Madeline as Kate and Jerry McCann in the jungle?" And the pair of them next to a photo of Kate and Jerry McCann looked identical. So that trended on the internet, and everybody who knows that we know Maxwell 
well, not so much you because no one's got your number anymore. Right. Um, everybody sent me a version of the picture of Kate and Jerry McCann, so I'm just fucking watching Maxwell in the jungle, and then all of a sudden I'm just getting loads of fucking Maddie McCann memes. You didn't just become a meme, you become a Maddie meme. Which, you know, it's, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that goes for his career. Like, he's recognisable now. People have seen him. Mm. Like he, he's, But the thing with Maxwell is, he's a fucking solid personality, he's a great guy, and he's going to come across well in that. He said my love a few times and become a catchphrase. Ah, uh, it's going to be... You know what was cute about the my love thing? When he said, I don't know if, um, I don't know if you're on the WhatsApp group or whatever, but um, he said my love a few times to his partner to try and help her through the, um, through the fucking walk and the plank thing at, at a height. And then um, Maxwell sent a picture, uh, sorry, Flynn, uh, his son, sent a picture of a screen cap from uh, Soraya, his wife, saying that uh, this is the last thing she sent him before he went in, and it was like this picture with goodbye, my love, written at the bottom. So Soraya said to him, goodbye, my love, and then he re- repeated my love back a few times, which was a subliminal message to her. Oh, I think you're I think you're assuming that Max was a sweetheart and my love isn't just a fucking common phrase that everyone that they says. Use. Aye. You think that's not like, um, she sent that message? You reckon, day one, you reckon he misses her that what, much in day one? Day one, he's talking in code when he doesn't need to talk in code. Like, it's not going to be. Not missing that, he's just sending a subliminal, is he not? No, I she said, The last message she sent was go on, uh, go on Maxwell's Instagram. His son posted it on his Instagram and have a look. Yeah, that's to the people listening. Right, I'm going to say coincidence as opposed to tactics. Maybe the seed was planted. No, I, that word got put in his no, head. Not even that. I think you're. You've, I think you've gone Natalie stargazing logic here. Post hoc. Shut up. How's this fucking like? How's yeah, this stargazing? Is- how's this hocus pocus? Literally, his wife said to him hours, hours before goodbye, my love, and then he shouts my love on TV three times. I've never heard Maxwell say my love. For, oh, I have several times. The second of all, but that's before he goes in. You don't know when they get their phone taken off them. You don't know what the situation so is. So he might not have so seen that might, message. He might not, but that you don't know, that that could have been filmed before because that was before he went in the actual fucking jungle. Right, so they're obviously not giving their phones before they go into the physical jungle, but that was not them in the physical jungle. That was them filming on a rooftop. So I'm going to safely assume that that was pre-recorded. It's two separate times. It's there's, I would put confident amounts of money on it that it was literally that it was not a conscious reply to the message you got just before all. he went no, in. Not at all. Not even remotely. All right. I think it's absolute conspiracy and conjecture. Wow. Aye. Uh, I guess that's so implausible. That he read a message from his wife and then repeated the sentiments a couple of times on TV. Like, but for, but for, you know what I mean? It's like, it's so not, implausible. Such a fucking far-fetched, elaborate. I but for such a, such a, but for not like, he's not in prison. It's no. not like they're, it's not like he needs to blink SOS. No. Like, he could just be like, I missed my wife. Like, why does it have to be? No, it's just being is, fun. No, I think, he, I think he was just calling someone my love in the same way I call people you know, lovely. Yeah, yeah. Other people call other people gorgeous. I just... Oh, but it's no, it's it's like it's not like he's got he's got limited screen time. There's eleven of them, right? And he's he's not the most famous one out of them, possibly the least, mm-hmm. right? So he's got limited screen time. So he's not going to use his screen time to just go. Uh, I got your text, baby. It says my love. Like he's just gonna. 
But why would? But why would? But why would like day one when he spoke to her, he's like, "I miss you already." Like that's not "I miss you already." It would be like fucking. It's just like a. It's just like a fucking just a a subliminal. Just like a like it it works in the moment, and it's like letting them know. Well, it's sending a message back home. It's fucking smart. It's nice. It's true. Max was the biggest loser I've ever met in my life, and I just I guess I have more respect for than that. Nah, I I just think it's sound. Mm. I just think it's really sound if that's what happened it's like I got a message I didn't get a reply because my phone got took off so I'm just going to fucking shout this when I'm on the plank or that was just planted in his head mm, you just, think it's just absolute sheer I, coincidence I, 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 that his I, I, wife sent him a message and then he repeated that message three times on TV uh, you think that's just sheer coincidence well that's cool. very sure sure when you frame it that way <laughs> what the way it is no no <laughs> right, right it's not going to be one of those podcasts you're going to blow your boots next topic <laughs> Wait, one of my moods means you've got a point, you're so confident with it that you're just gonna drill it home and I'm gonna back out. What do you want? This could be the podcast. What do you want? What? What do you want? I want you to move on. So why alright, okay, we're in Germany. Let's do that. We're in East Germany now, aren't we? I'm assuming it is. We're in Leipzig. So we went from uh, being in Berlin and stuff where everything's very um, modern. I'd say modern. And now we're in Leipzig where everything just seems 80s. Just, it's fucking too was, Romanian to be Germany. And I mean yeah, that as a full insult to Romania. Yeah, and um, yeah, it just seems to be like that Eastern, that, that, that oh, Poland I mean, vibe, doesn't it? Just like going to the parts of the world where you just go. It's like every time you go to Spain, you just feel like going, did nobody tell you that you were a first world country? Italy too. Italy too, aye. So I think, I'm just assuming Leipzig's in East Germany, just because I feel like, the, I feel like there's the, um, I, like, I haven't looked at a map in the fucking longest time. I, I sometimes wake up in the morning and don't know where I am or where I'm going next. I just know that I've got to be in the lobby at fucking a certain time. Ah, I'm, just, I'm just bamboozled by the whole thing now. It's I east, I guess if you could call it. It is east. So yeah, it it will be to do with the divide and the Berlin Wall and like um, oh, one side God. of the country growing and westernizing while the other side. Well, mind you, this is on the same side as Berlin and Munich, on, so it's got no excuse. I was was Munich on the east side of Munich, so not. Well, I mean, I, I I don't know enough about. I don't know, I don't know enough about. I don't know anything. Germany. I just know that we fucking drove for five hours and went back in time for fucking. I know dirt. David Hasselhoff got rid of the wall. That's as much as I know. I spoke to one of your fans in Munich, and um, David Hasselhoff had gigged in Munich uh, recently, and similar size venue to what you did. And when they bought tickets, ironically, which I imagine most people do. Same with my show, yeah. And um, they only filled the room quarter. So that's what David Hasselhoff's up to at the minute, quarter filling rooms where he sings. Uh, I feel like, I, 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 I obviously can't speak for my fucking future self, but I really hope that if the world does survive to the point where I'm beyond, I'm beyond 50 years old, which I, again, do not believe for a second will happen, but if it does, and the weather's something sort of seven tomorrow, I hope I know when to fucking retire. I know I, know I have that thing of just like, you know, just being able to go right my heyday is behind me and I'm just going to have to accept that this is a point in my life where I'll focus on being a dad or a granddad as opposed to desperately I mean I was about to say no respect no disrespect for Jim Davidson but what am I scared of full disrespect to Jim Davidson the fuck's he doing 
Ah, just ringing it out. Oh. Roy Chubby Brown. Oh, Roy Chubby Brown just ringing out every last drop. Just admit it's over. Just. But would it be undignified to go, right, you know, if, say if you have, like, say if this is your heyday now and it, it's peaked, you're doing your, yeah, like, you're doing exactly your, like, uh, 1,500 seat of venue on average. Aye. Some more, some less. But uh, in, in, in four figures. But then, like, your retirement was just playing at, like, 200, 300, just like what we were doing a couple of years ago. That'd be the end of the world. No, no, absolutely not. But if it was uh, 200 people in a 1500 seater, absolutely, 100%. Oh, so just That's like, an unplayable gig. Just, I uh, just know you, know you, know where you're at. Yeah, but, 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 no, but at that point, the second I did one of those tours, I would go, right, now it's time to fucking reassess. Maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not yeah. a touring comedy. Is it anymore. worth writing a new show anymore if it's just going to be just underwhelming compared to last year? And if it, yeah, yeah. It, it, do Should I, I just give it a couple of years before I write one and make it, try and make it better? Right. Try and is still the, improve. Is the reason less people showing up because I'm getting shitter? And if that's because this is something I've discussed. Or is it because I've stayed at the same level, but everybody else around me has just got so much better? Mm. Well, I think one of the problem poison challenges of success in comedy, and I don't know if we've just spoke, spoken about this before, but one of the big problems that happens is comedians get really, really famous because they're really, really fucking good, and then there comes a point where a lot of them become shit, and people go, they go, went shit because they went mainstream, and you go, well, no, it's because they stopped having real audiences to gig to. Like Michael McIntyre, Ricky Gervais, Lee Evans, uh, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Edward, all of these comedians, these greats, it's impossible for them to do a gig to a neutral. It's impossible yeah. for the, it's, there's no point because when you when you do comedy as as as, as a no one or a, or not even as a, or, as, or as a lesser fucking known, a lot of the time you're walking into an audience where most of the audience don't know who you are. So you, the, to make strangers laugh is very very difficult because you have to first of all go on, get material that gets you liked, and then get them laughing at that. So you have to make this audience like your personality, get used to your personality, and then make them laugh at things with your sort of thing. And with a five ten minutes spell, that's very very hard to do. But that's what creates the best comics. You get them come on, like Tom Stade, where they're just the personas are just there instantly. Bill Burr's a good example. So even you know, they come on stage, their personality's just there and you get fully fucking on board with it. But then you become famous for like Rick Gervais and uh, Michael Martin for this specific personality. So you don't have you don't have to win the audience over, which is a real sort of thing. That You've I've already got them. But you'll never win over neutrals again in your life. You'll never win over the middleman because you're only gigging to your own people, and you're you can rip them with yeah, fucking and, anything. And, and if you're in a room full of people who don't know you, if you're Michael McIntyre, like who are those people? Have they been under a rock? Uh, Do they have televisions? But but they're also gonna, like, but, but they're also going to have that fucking attitude of they're going to be they're going to have in the head they're going to Michael McIntyre's not funny because uh, the reason McIntyre is not funny despite the fact that he's been going for twenty years I saw him do five minutes on six o'clock primetime television and in that five minutes he didn't make me a fat loser from Nottingham laugh therefore Michael is made up therefore Michael McIntyre's not funny and you go no no it's just you know anyway so my point was I'm worried that. There's a point where comedians get to where you stop having a neutral audience to gig to, and, yeah. and, and it's not challenging anymore. Like you have to go out there and, you know. Yeah, I think if you'd still be able to play to neutral audiences for a bit, I because like say if you go to the comedy store, right? That's a room like that's a room full of comedy fans. So there's going to be a large percentage of them know who you are. 
but, but if you, but they're still, but they're not there as my fans. They're not there to see you. And then a few people will be like, "Oh, that's that guy," and there'll be a few people going, "Hey, oh yeah, I've seen his picture mm. on Netflix or whatever, but I haven't clicked on it." And so you'll have like a range of people that have never seen you, have seen you, but haven't looked at your work, mm. to people that are like, "Oh my fucking god, he's that I'm a fan of this guy." Mm. So you're gonna have that range, but you, so you'll have you'll have a varied audience. You'll have an audience that you've still got to win most of them over or some of them over. Um, but that's the comedy store where it's comedy literate people but you could quite easily get up on a fucking comedy loft gig the old junglers and they'll just be like stag and hen parties and birthday parties are we considering that a real comedy audience though? I mean I can play them but 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 this is where we get but is that a real comedy audience? I mean, I've been on stage with a fucking with them laughing their heads off all the time. Like, are you saying that you couldn't go on and do that? I could. Yeah. I could, but it's one of those. I, I could, but I wouldn't want to because I just go, well, first of all, uh, f- f- I, and this is specifically me, I've always been a comedian that could not be arsed with a fucking challenge. People, I've not done late in live since I was. I've done it once. Yeah, that's that's, an, that's another example. But saying that at late in live, it's the fringe. A lot of people would know who you were, so you'd have a bit of benefit of the doubt. I just don't. I, you know, you just, it's um like you hit you don't like the um comedy tents at music festivals so much it's because fun. because that's very similar. Even though people are there to watch comedy and enjoy it, they're not stagging hen parties, but they are party goers. Aye. Well, it's just because sometimes it's because I haven't fucking. It's mainly material, man. If I could go back to fucking club stuff, I wouldn't mind going to fucking play because I'd have twenty minutes of club material. I haven't yeah. had club material in fucking ages. Can I go on stage and it's just? I can't fucking do a music festival gig and start talking about fucking toxic masculinity and rape. Uh, yeah, because that's the direction you've took with the last few shows. Is the um, is the hard, difficult. The, challenge topics at the end of the show like the loss of like loss of your family your sister and um just want to talk about drugs and shagging again yeah that's that's what i that's what i do <laughs> it's class <laughs> I, I, next, my next show i'm not gonna i can't be arse challenging anything ever again i'm gonna go in there just with fucking porridge comedy but you know what we're saying about the um, the when you know you fell off or when am I going to retire and be a granddad like that's that's an option for somebody who's like made their money and invested it well and stuff like that but if you just like rely on a regular wage like a, a club comedian like I am I know I've borrowed a career off you by coming along with you but I'm a club comic um, I don't think there'd be any indignity in being in my fucking 60s and going away for the weekend the the gig as long as I was still making them laugh as long Aye. as I was still keeping up with the youngins Aye, and then also as long, yeah and as long as as long as I wasn't getting bitter about people Aye. not booking us like ah you're right I think yeah it's, it's also down to what you fucking like if David Hasselhoff is loving those gigs then who the fuck am I to be like I wouldn't do that like uh, if, if he's still because you know yeah, just book a smaller venue. Fucking Aye. play a play a play a crowd in nice intimate space. Don't over don't over stretch it. I think it's yeah. I think it's down to fucking. Uh, it's also how you fucking perceive your audience. Whether am I going am I going out to gig to these people because I've got something to say, or am I going out to the gig to these people because I want money? Uh, I, I really like both. Uh, they're both part of it like I'm not going to fucking like, like I, I would I, never I would not have done and I'm going to be on the record here, I would not have done this last year of touring uh-huh. if it were not for money there's but after the after December 14th uh, there is not an amount of cash in the world that will ever make me perform this show ever again because you've just done it too many times I've done it, I've done it over the two hundred times I will never there's not an amount of money in the world that can make me perform this fucking show against because you've, you've just water tortured yourself mm-hmm. you've just uh, 
you're just deaf by a million cutting yourself like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what it reminds us of a little bit I remember when um, you know when I was like a little pov kid oh. um, getting sweets was like uh, fucking beg your mum mum can I have a Snickers mum 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 can I have a like, marathon whatever they call them um, and then you get one and you'd be chuffed because you got your sweets hmm. right and then when you become like 15, 16, you start like getting your own money from different revenue streams, whether that's your fucking pay out or run your first job, like uh, you, you, home drugs. you get it, you start getting a bit of, bit of money of your own, right? And then you go, I can buy any amount of sweets I want. And that's what I did. And I'm like, oh no, you need to ration this. You can't just have like fucking nine Snickers. <laughs> oh, you, need money for other, yeah, you need money for other things that stops me, yeah. Buy some Skittles, you fucking chocolate, chocolate, you chocolate fucking freak. Uh, so it's just like, it's that thing where you're like, oh, I want this thing so much that I'm fucking willing to beg for it. Mm. And then you get you get it a million times and you're going, whoa. Mm, okay. <laughs> it's that famous thing, too much of anything, it's always. Bruce Bog Trotter and his cake. Aye, too much of fucking everything. Yeah, so at, at the minute though, we're like, so you, um, you had like a bit of a fucking ugh a couple of weeks ago. The reason the, the reason the podcast's fucking been slowed coming out. And it's fucking. It's a, we've been on tour for eighteen fucking months. We're, we're on, on tour for eighteen fucking months. We're on Groundhog Day now. Like it's like I've you, nothing to say. It, and to be fair, one thing I will say, one thing I will say, I do appreciate about podcast listeners is they're getting the, the, everyone understands. Yeah, like this is. Because yeah. you, you didn't want to come on when you're like jaded when you're not. Because I've got nothing to say. Yeah, and, and it's it's a uh, it's hotel, airport, I sound check, gig, restaurants. Well, well, can you tell us what your favorite thing about Germany? I've got no, I can't. I can't How many times it's come no different. One thing I've learned about traveling. One thing I've learned about traveling is everyone in every country is the absolute fucking same. And you know what? A lot of the time, racism doesn't make sense. We're all the same. We're all gross. We're all idiots. And all of society sucks, no matter what part of the fucking world you go to. Every person in every airport doesn't matter if they're black, white, Asian, gay, straight, women, trans. Everyone fucking sucks. Everyone sucks (laughs) in a fucking airport. Scummy parts of every country in the world are scummy, right? There are fat fucking cats everywhere. There are idiots fucking everywhere. There are horrible people everywhere. Right? Across the world. Across the world. Shite fucking exists, and you know what? We get to experience it every fucking day. So that's my opinion. In all different cultures. Oh, different cultures. You just want to be in the house, don't you? I want to be. I never want to see another person in my fucking. Because I don't get as I don't get anywhere near as wound up by people as you do. I fucking hate them. But I, I do go through days where I'm like. I just can I have a day where I don't have to interact with people because oh, we like we require service on a daily basis. We need to be served. Like, are you not excited for the next time you don't need to be served okay, by I someone? Never, I never, I never want to. I never. And it's lovely what they're doing. They're providing a service. Are they? For, for no, nah, they're ba- not providing a service. They are. Some people, some people provide a service. They're at work. The poor people at work with their own soul and their own story, and the fucking didn't want to be serving us as much as we don't want them to be. Aye, but you know what? I fucking suck up. I suck up every night, and I go do my job to the best of my <laughs> fucking best ability. I, I. <laughs> so, so everyone else can suck a fucking death. I've, I haven't wanted to perform this show since. <laughs> September last year right but you suck it up and you go on stage every day and you do it because there's people because that's my job is I agreed to do this job and I'll do it that's my fucking job do we need to address the people who have got tickets and they're really excited to come and see you now daddy 
Do we need to address those guys? No, they, they will no, no, they, 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 this, is, this is stuff I'd never say publicly. It's just on the podcast. Because the podcast listeners understand they've been with us fucking through this. Yeah. Publicly, I'm not going to say until after this tour's over that I fucking hated the last year of this tour. So yeah, just just know that like it's um it's been a, like, a bit of a fucking ball ache getting to where you are to do the performance, but we're delighted to be there to perform for you. It's the best. It's, oh, it, no. it, it, it's the, we appreciate the spliff afterwards because we fucking need it. <laughs> it's the 90... The, it, hey, hey, the fucking... The, the show part of it well, I was going to say it's not the problem, it is the problem. The whole part of it's the problem. It's the fact that I wrote this show since before your stag do. Aye. And we're still doing it. And it's the same tour and it's every day. Adam, and I, and I do not have the strength to lie to people anymore and go, I'm loving it. I'm not. Aye, but we're, I haven't loved this in a we're, long we're time. We're at like, um, well, like fucking mile twenty-three of a marathon now, and we've got right. like three miles to oh, go. We'll get, like, I think we've fucking, got like we've got ten days off. We've got some new territories. We've got fucking Moscow and Russia, which like it'll be exciting. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm, I'm not having. I'm, I'm not, and I don't think it will happen. But I'm just gonna say that what I'm not fucking having is people coming in and going, "You're being ungrateful." You go, "No, you you live my life for the past eighteen months, and then we'll see how any of you fucking feel." Uh, it's like at the end when you're in your fucking nice big house oh, it'll and, the, and the settlement comes through you'll be, you'll be going I fucking earned this but <laughs> you'll be like because it's not um, it's, as much as you're, um, you're on stage for an hour and a half and me for less it's uh, it, it consumes your life it's a it's, twi- it's a 20, it's an 18 month tour it's, it's a 24 hour job Aye. for 18 months and like um, we have had well like respite no, r- no routine no routine no proper food no fucking schedule no and you, t- you know what's been um, what we've done fucking really well is I don't think any of our relationships with people are under pressure there's no stress on my relationship with my wife there's no stress on my relationship with my friends there's no stress on my relationship well, with my family thankfully and, the, and I, 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 I think it, I think it's just because like we've been on top of it with like no I, th- I, th- I, th- I think a lot of for me it has been is especially changing the fucking phone number is I've, I've made a distinction between people now there are people who my deepest loved ones the ones who I know will be my friends for life who understand what this tour is right so they're not texting me hey how are you none of your fucking business like either get in contact with me properly face to face or don't bother don't fucking text me while I'm overseas and think you saying hey how's you is you putting any more effort into a relationship than I'm putting into our fucking well just asking how you are just uh, a name yeah yeah not, oh, not- but that's what man and it's it's all died it's all died it's all died after I changed I don't get any fucking texts randomly of people just being like hey how are you fuck yeah. off I found that with like um, yeah the, a lot of the time in because I, I, try to, I try to reply to as much people as I can, but sometimes it's just too fucking heavy, man. Like, sometimes I'm just like, I'll, I'll open uh, an Instagram inbox or a, like, in, in, I'll see like five or six messages that I could reply to. A lot of the times I know the people are, I'm familiar with the people are, I've befriended them through meeting them on, on the tours. And I, I realised that like, just replying to one is not just like, it's not like whack-a-mole where you reply to the fucking ones that are there. You're sparking conversations with each of them people and you end up having um, long in-depth conversations with people that, you, you like, it's it's tough enough keeping in communication with your fucking parents and my wife. Mm. You know, like, keeping keeping them alive and then all of a sudden you're fucking spinning all these other little plates. So it is, it is tough, but we're fucking, I've, I've managed it. I've, I think I've managed to, like, not, a, not make anyone think that I'm forgetting about them. 
No, I've openly forgotten about people, and if people take that personally, it's very much on them, and I'll, I'll cut them out of my life. If you, th- <laughs> if you think me not talking to you on this 18-month tour is because I don't respect you as a friend, guess what? I no longer respect you as a friend. That's a level of neediness I don't need in my fucking life. I've been on the road for 18 months. I should, I'm focusing on my mental health. If I have to fix any of yours, just jump off the next bridge. I don't need you anymore. I'll go to the funeral, I'll go to the wake. I'll say some somber messages that I don't mean, but just... It's, it's, uh, you, you, you feel a little bit close to meltdown, like... I've, man, I'm done. I'm, I can't do it anymore. Was that, um... There are 14, there are 14, I know to the second, there are 14 more performances of this show left. There are uh, three and a half weeks of it left. I, I can't, I can't pretend anymore. Uh, there was that, um, so you're, you're a lot better now because you've spoke, opened up about it and spoke about it and you've fucking, you've been listening to self-help podcasts. Just anything to, not, anything. anything to not want to kill myself uh, every day. You had that moment where I was like, we had, we landed in Hong Kong, we'd been travelling like fucking long haul flight practically every day, sometimes two, mm-hmm. <laughs> every day to get get around the get to the Far East and get around it and that. And then um, we arrive in Hong Kong, and um, oh, our agent was there, and you guys had been clashing a little bit, and like uh, you we had a day off, and you just went into your room. It was like three o'clock in the afternoon. We hadn't had any sleep. It was uh, three o'clock, and I just went, ah, oh, fuck it, he's in trouble. And I went to a, uh, a cellar and got a bottle of scotch, bottle of whiskey, and people would have seen it on the Instagram. Mm. But that was me and you just fucking pickling the problem on it. You know, that's it. That's just it. It's just I've been stoned every single day for the past month. It's been good. Yeah, since we come back from the Far East where you couldn't smoke weed. Couldn't smoke weed, had to smoke weed every single day. This is maintenance. Uh, and I'm not, it's, and I, I don't care, it's not weakness. It's, it's finally any other comic that's done a 300 day tour. Well, it's a, it's a marathon run. Your fucking legs are dead. The finish oh. lanes are there. You just want to fucking collapse onto the floor, but you're there. Oh, it's, uh, I mean, I've, I've, I've found it all right because I've, um, I've started paying attention to things. I've started showing an interest in politics, and uh, I've got like a couple of regular shows that I watch on my iPad, like Politics Live, and I watch Dispatches, and I watch um, fucking Andrew Neil. Even though that I think he's a bit of a fucking P.S. Morgan, I think those guys like interrogating people on both sides are unnecessary. I think they can be bellends. It takes a bellend to take that job, mm. but the guys that interrogate, I, I like watching them just to fucking see holes getting poked in politicians and I've actually found myself enjoying the last couple of weeks because I've just given myself a new hobby a new thing to pay attention to I, but, but, I'm just watching the news unfold I, but, I'm looking it, outside instead of in uh, yeah I, it's, yeah yeah uh, great I, I've also started giving my fucking self a routine but I'm giving my routine with someone else's diary yeah like this, this is not my fucking this is not my None of the none of the hours in this day are mine. Like I can make them mine, I can reclaim them, but I can't ever fully reclaim them. Because what I can do is every morning I can wake up and I go, right, look, we've got traveling today, I'm gonna to be traveling between these hours. But why even though those might not seem like my hours, I can turn them in and I can go, this is the hour when I do this is the hour I always have for fucking breakfast and reading my books. That'll put me in the right headspace at the start of the morning. Then I'll have give myself half an hour to catch up on emails and Twitter and fucking WhatsApp and, and memes and stuff. And I'll do that well in the taxi. That's combining that because memes are important. Yeah, they are because it memes gives, are important. Give you that break, and then I'll get to the airport. And while I'm in the airport, I'll listen to my 
podcast, I'll listen to my news podcast, and then I'm allowed to sleep on the plane, because I know I want to fucking sleep on the plane. Then I'll get there, and I'll do some research on the city I'm in, and then I'll go find a restaurant there, and I'll go, and then in the afternoon I'll do my knit. And I'm like, cool, cool, I reclaimed the day. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I just made the prison sentence less. Yeah. <laughs> I just went, and, and uh, in the section I'm allowed in this section of the prison, I'm going to paint a picture of a flower. Yeah. And while I'm in this section of the prison, I'm going to cook my own meal. And while I'm in this section of the prison, I go, I'd rather be outside, mate. I'd uh, rather not be in prison. Like, I can reclaim the hours as much as I want, but none of the... It's hard to say it's not my decision, because ultimately it is. This is my dream job, and I'm living the fucking dream. Yeah, but, but your diamond shoes are eight sizes too small. Don't I, fucking fit, man. If I bought... Yeah. That's the thing. If, if I, I bought, think I've broke my toes. If I bought diamond <laughs> shoes and they were too tight, I think you're well within your right to complain, because I spent yeah. a lot of money on diamond shoes. And um, I, I found that uh, the, the sections of the tour where uh, Molly and I had to join one because she's been producing the shows and it's been outside of the thing... Um, She's just not a she's not a compatible travel companion for you because she talks. She snaps you out of your reverie on a regular basis to the point that you you cannot you cannot get deep into your thoughts. Mm. You can't get deep into your thoughts. You can't get into your um, podcasts because there's always something. And to her, it's important. And to her, it's it's nice. It's a nice thing. Hey, do you want? I'm going to do a laundrette run. You got any stuff for the laundrette? And the, like stuff that I'm not interrupting you today. I'm not offering to fucking wash your pants. Mm. And she is. But she's snapping in at you like that. And it, you can just see there's your fuse getting shorter and shorter. 50, every 15 minutes, there's a new interaction where you go, none of it needed to be just... Like that routine that you described um, before, I'll sometimes only interrupt that like when we arrive at the hotel to say... Hey, I'm gonna get lunch. Aye. Do you wanna you get want lunch? And then I'll talk. I'll talk to you over lunch. Once we've arrived at the place, like fucking in the morning. Sometimes I just get in the car without saying out here because I've got my headphones on, and we can just fucking like go separately but in the same car. That that doesn't happen with someone that isn't used to touring. Aye, she, aye, and it's not her fault. Aye, she, She's just being friendly. She's coming along with a big smile on her face and being friendly. But I'm like. This is. But here's the thing. No, no. Here's the thing. This I, is difficult. I, I have my I have my friendly hours scheduled in. I'm friendly after the show to fans, and I'm. <laughs> right, that is my friendly. It is. I don't. I don't. I don't have enough. I've used it all. I've been on tour for eight. Like I've only got certain levels of friendliness in me every day because I just have it. So my times of being kind to people come specifically from. After I'm off stage to when I get into the hotel, that's when I'm going to be nice to any human being that comes. The other hours of the day. Couldn't give a shit. Yeah. Couldn't give a fuck. Like, I'd and you've been actually nice. Like, you are being nice. You're not faking it. Like, I know when you when it's, I know you can see I'll put my mask on and then go meet my mm. fans. No, you're like actually fucking happy to see them. Yeah, no, I've, I've saved you. up that time when I'm going to be fucking nice to my. I'm going to be yeah. nice to people. I do not want to be. It's, a, it's the same thing for taxi drivers. How's your day? None of your business. <laughs> uh, airport people have you had a busy day none of your business don't talk to me this is my fucking like, talking time airport, airport people are really that pleasant oh that's true <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what you're saying um, this, is, this is another thing as well it's like um, what, 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 uh, what Marlena has that's like very similar to my mum is like being a feeder and mm. I'm, I'm a 36 year old man that oh. knows exactly when I want to eat and what I want to eat and I can, I can I've got full autonomy over me intake in fact like I'm, I'm on a, like I'm dieting at the minute because I felt myself getting a bit tubby and I'm working out at specific times so I eat regarding on when I'm going to work out and after me work so like I've got this fucking thing in my head but Marlena is lovely and she's nice and she wants to feed you and she's constantly offering you stuff that's just on the table in front of you there could be a bowl of nuts on the table that you can see with your eyes that you can see with your eyes and touch with your hands and she'll pick up the ball and put it in your face and go do you want some nuts Aye. right and that, like I'm in the middle of reading a book and all of a sudden I'm like fucking clo- I'm, I'm closing a human interaction I'm closing the pop up Aye. 
I'm closing the pop-up on the screen, right? And um, something that she's done in the last week, right, was uh, she put gluten-free bread on the rider for backstage for you because you were gluten intolerant. You decided you hated gluten-free bread because it's bread but without the good stuff. Oh, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather shit diarrhea than eat gluten-free bread. Right. So she hasn't scratched it off the radar and it's there, and she's very aware it's going to waste, and she doesn't want it to go to waste, which is a very natural thing to not want, right? Um, something that's been paid for. Going to, so she offered me gluten-free bread the first day she arrived here in Germany, and I was like. Oh no, I'm I'm actually like I'm fine. I, I I'm not eating bread at the minute. It's one of the things I've cut out my diet just to try and get into shape. Um, so thank you, but no thank you. And the next day she's like, I think she'd seen us eating bread because there was only oh. a sandwich on the menu, oh, yeah. and I'm not I'm not going to starve to not eat right. So she sees bread and she's like, Do you want gluten free bread? I've seen you eating bread, so are you back on the bread? And I'm like, Oh, like uh. I'm not. I'm not eating bread if I can, if I can avoid it. And if I do eat bread, it's gonna be for enjoyment. I'm not gonna eat the bread that fucking hasn't got any of the enjoyment in it. Mm. So I'm just gonna say now, like, no, I don't want gluten-free bread. And the next day she's like, do you want some gluten-free bread? And I'm like, Marlena, I've told you, I don't want gluten-free bread. And then the fourth day when she offered me gluten-free bread after fucking having to explain myself many times, I just nearly grabbed her by the back of the head and just force-fed myself the gluten-free bread and said, right. is this what you want? Into her face. Because I don't know what, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want gluten-free bread. I don't want, it's like um, Mrs. Doyle from, uh, from Father Ted. Father Ted. Go on, have a biscuit. <laughs> Just fucking leave it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough to contest. So it's, it's, it's also the fact that you eighteen months of tour of 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 uh, routine. Like we've got a fucking man. We are very good at touring together because you understand the hours of the day that I am available for conversation. Now let's be honest. Well, I can read your mood. Well, 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 not really. We're still doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have done this podcast at all. It was up to me. But here we go. If they want to find out what mood I'm in, this is the deal. I know, I read your mood. I just, I just went with it anyway. Oh, I, we just had to, look, we fucking, I, I, I'm aware that we've been by with podcasts and it's because... Well, and Piggy was here. Because I, Piggy was here and I'm miserable. Two, um, we've had company, so we've been forced into conversation, so yep. I've got nothing left. So nothing else to say. <laughs> and uh, we are a week from home, so I... Where, where are we going with that now? Well, no, just if this is a bad podcast, but tough shit. I don't think it is. I think it's insightful. I think like it was. It had a bit of humour at the beginning, and then it was dead insightful about like what's going on. But I, like I'm, I'm alright. I think because I'm working out, because I'm reading, and because I'm doing like self improvement, and because I like I'm fucking very aware that I'm stuck in it, and I'm not going to be home for a week or so. Mm. I think I'm alright. I think you've got, you've got the taste of the light at the end of the tunnel too. You just bought a new house too. Haven't been in. And you haven't been in it. Yep. You say that, but I got married last September. Not September gone, September before, and I haven't been in that either. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, it'll, it'll never, ever, very ever, patient. ever... This tour will never, ever happen again under any circumstance. Yeah, well, look, and next time, to do it in chunks, right? Like, so even if, even if the tour goes on for three years, we'll do, it's, like... But, no, the tour will go... A week in Germany, a week off. The next tour will actually be... Four days uh, in Belgium, a week uh, off. I, I'll never I, I've put in limit I'll never perform a show over 120 times again and I, I do think there is a limit on the amount of times you can say words fucking how uh, many times was it? 120 120 shows? it's more than that no I'm going to put a limit on max, oh. the max I'll perform the next show is 120 times so what what have we done so far? 300, 300 and something so like plus 300 day tour pretty much back to back 
and, and what's uh, what's nuts as well is like every time we've took time off we've went somewhere awesome like we've went on a nice holiday like me honeymoon mm. away and like we're, we're trip together which is fucking great and all that but still traveling isn't it <laughs> like, just never really. like we literally bridged every gap that we had back home with extra travel which was awesome like in, individually a lot of the bits of it are awesome but like if you stick it out like LA like I want me fridge I want just, me playstation I want right. me gym just want I want me bed I want life uh, I want I want actual this is not life this is I, 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 I think it largely um, I, I've enjoyed it I've, well, I think I've, I'll be. I, I I know I'll look back, I, but I can't just now. I can't. I'm in prison. Like mm. like even even now with the prison, I, I reckon I'd be alright in prison. I think is what I'm saying. Like I've got like in my head now the like time when I work out, the time when I knit, the time when I do these things, and I've like you said you've bent bent a routine around it. I fucking like that routine. I'm I'm, I'm alright with it as long as I'm constantly improving. The work no. the working out has massively helped my mental health. No, I just, I yeah, I'm not doing it. It's just, it's, it, it's for me starting to work out now is like fucking starting to clean a house party at two a.m. Uh, like it's just utterly. There's no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not because uh, there's no, there's, there's no point working out while I know I'm not going to eat well, and I know I'm not going to eat well because one, oh, it's fucking hard. No one, the uh, no European country in the world can do sandwiches apart from the UK. It just doesn't. Uh, bre- t- breakfast outside of anywhere in the UK is appalling. Oh man, the fucking scrambled eggs this morning. Like uh, that's one thing in the morning. I go down. I'll have some scrambled eggs. I'll have some fish. I'll have some fruit. Right. Like I'll stay away from the breads and pastries and cereals and all that stuff. Right. When doing this morning, the fucking eggs just stunk. <laughs> I was like, oh, and they have got no other option now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, kind of limited. So oh. if and if you don't like eggs, you don't like fish. It's like eating healthy for you isn't just adding a parameter of I'm eating healthy now you've got these also parameters of like a fine stuff you eat alright well obviously if, if I want to eat healthy I have to it's physically so go out and actually go out and look look for healthier fucking thing but then also look, I want to it's one of the things I know I want to I want to get better with my diet but I'm not going to do it while on tour and the same thing like eh uh, I'm trying you know I'm doing a bit of fucking self improvement I'm trying to fuck, I'm like use the time reading and knitting like self go. I'm not working out, man. I'm not. Uh, going, I'm not going on a fucking diet. I'm not. I I'm not adding it, other levels of legitimate sadness. I don't know how I would have done it in your position, but in my position, I'm off stage for a lot longer than you are during the show. Right. Like I'll go in early and I'll do the sound check. So we've probably got like the same fucking working day, really. But like, um, when you're on stage, that is when. That is when I'll do my workout because you're going to be on for ninety minutes. So I'll set my interval timer away, which is like a twenty-two minute workout. And then I'll have 10 minutes of fucking just chilling out while I didn't sweat and 10 minutes of having a shower. And then I've still got fucking 40 or 40 odd minutes backstage. So I've managed to fit that routine into there. Well, when there's a shower at the venue, otherwise back to the hotel. But I have felt better for it. Like, yeah, it is pressing that fucking button. Pressing the button on the interval timer is the hard bit. But once that's pressed, it's almost like, oh, well, I know I've got to do this. And every time it's the high intensity bit, I'll do something. Burpees, press ups, squats. Like I set it away and I did it, and um, I that twenty minutes does suck, and the five ten minutes building up of it where I can't be asked sucks more. Mm. But once I'm finished, in every other hour of my day, I feel fucking great for it, like a, a noticeable difference in my mood for that for that half an hour that I've set aside. Not worth the sacrifice for me. Nah, no. You're quite enjoying basking in your misery at the minute. I love indulgence, man. Yeah. It's just I'm not gonna. I can't be. Uh, yeah. I know when uh, I want to, and I've got, I mean, you know, not even New Year's resolutions, because the problem with New Year's resolutions is 
you save them for New Year's and then it's a fabricated version of yourself. I'm implementing my New Year's resolutions and, you know, sort of now sort of being a little bit better, being like making sure I read one book a week, starting it now as opposed to this yeah. definite point in time, getting better, more adventurous food, trying it sort of a bit now. So I'm going to, you know, but there's just other bits. I'm just, I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing press-ups in a fucking prison hotel. Ah, oh, fucking lovely prison workout now. It's like... It's it's just part of my day now. I've done twenty in a row, twenty days in a row. It's just at no point do I. I've, I've started noticing like different, like a difference physically and dif- difference mentally. I can't already. make any. I can't be arsed making any more of this any more miserable than it already is. Uh, um. So, uh, are we gonna do dad jokes? Did you write any? I did. I yeah. Sweet. So there. Um. We're on tour. Come see it, even though you know I fucking resent you. Um. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all you do anyway. Can't fucking ask. Come to the show. I'm miserable. <laughs> Come laughing at being miserable. Aye. That's what that's what a lot of Daniel style comedy is anyway. It's fucking miserable. At least you know Aye. it's authentic. Aye, that's, like, to be fair, it has made like, the show, it has made the show easier to perform in the fact that I don't have to fake misery anymore. Like had 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 I said that I was miserable, and then you saw my section of the show, you would be like, "Wow, that is fucking tears of a clown, right?" Because mm-hmm. like I like I'm happy on stage, but I'm happy off stage. Danny's miserable off stage and on stage. We're both very authentic. Mm. I used to be happy on both. <laughs> Uh, your dad thinks Pierce Morgan identifying as a penguin is the funniest thing he's ever heard of his entire life. <laughs> oh he honestly God. thinks it's such a class bit. He's like, he's been like Cause, because uh, there's a fucking hundred genders out here, so why can't he be a penguin? <laughs> honestly, I just, oh, it's such a good bit. Such a oh man, whenever he sees that photo, he's like, because in the trannies. <laughs> 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 fucking bigot. Your dad got a gastric band fitted on his lungs because he was taking in too much air. Your dad doesn't support Liverpool, but he's glad to see they're doing well. <laughs> I've said nobody. <laughs> All right, they're just such a lovely fan base. <laughs> such a great squad as well. Right. Uh, your dad cut leg holes, arm holes and a head hole in his suitcase and he wears it to the airport. Uh, your dad calls bananas nature's lipstick and treats them as such. <laughs> Your dad ran out of cereal while pouring himself a bowl and then remembered all the ones he'd swept under the fridge with his sock and used those. <laughs> Your dad puts suntan lotion on before getting on the sunbeds. <laughs> Your dad only has eyes for your man, but there's still a good six weeks until Christmas to buy a more stuff. <laughs> your dad never fully finishes a shit. Always pinches it off right before the end. Says he likes having one in the chamber just in case. Uh, some people do that with books. Leave the last chapter. Do they? Because uh, they didn't want it to end. Gross. Sad children. I'm doing it right now. Mm. I'm, you know the wait, but why articles? Fucking love that. Everybody, this is a plug. Uh, go to waitbutwhy.com. Uh, there's a series of articles called The Story of Us. It's the best thing you'll ever read. It's the best thing on the internet. I'm halfway through the last article, <laughs> and I keep putting off reading the rest of it because I didn't want it to end. Anyway, uh, your your dad does the top button of his shirt and wears it as a cape for meetings. <laughs> Your dad's got a lot of pill. Your dad has a lot of political opinions for a man who gets all of his news from Facebook. <laughs> Your dad was so bad at egg and spoon race that he always used to cross the finish line holding a chicken. <laughs> your dad says all animals are pinyas. You just need to change your definition of the word sweet. <laughs> I give your dad a hug and now I'm covered in fake tan. <laughs> your dad hasn't sweat since the Falklands. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad hung like Mr. Bean from the high diving board so long that he pulled James Acaster's beard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
your dad watched that vegan documentary and changed his entire diet based on the story of five professional athletes and one failed UFC fighter over 400 years of peer-reviewed science journals and studies across the globe because he doesn't understand even basic science. Is my dad Tom Horton? <laughs> is my dad Matty the Pincer Canning? And Elliot Steele. Is, huh? is Elliot Steele gone? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that oh fucking, my god. Have you watched the documentary? Aye. It's you know what? Started watching it. Started watching it and I was like, okay, this could make sense. Okay, now it's a propaganda piece. Oh no, me big, me dick in here, big guy. That's how you gotta get us. We're gonna get a big dick. Like, like what, fuck, man. Some of the facts would be enough, you know. Man, I just think there's there's one of the bits where after the, the after the, the in the literal documentary in the literal documentary after the erection bit, the doctor has to legally say to Cameron goes, "Well, none of this is based on actual science." And you go, <laughs> "What?" Uh, yeah, it's it's. Um, it's it's so fucking transparent. It is so obvious who it's gonna catch. Don't Tom me, Horton, yeah. Pinsa, Elliot. Yeah. It's Don't get so- me wrong. Look, we I we all agree, or, or at least we all should agree, we should we need to eat less meat. That's <laughs> factual. But yeah, this is what's happened, right? So this is an extended podcast. There we are, bonus footage, right? The, the, we shouldn't eat meat because we're killing animals when we don't have to kill animals, mm. right? We're, we shouldn't eat meat because we're fucking, all of these animals need fed, so you're having to fucking use so much land and water to fucking make the food to feed the animals to feed us yep. when you could just eat the fucking plants, right? So the, there's, a, there's a climate... It, these are all things that don't affect us directly, but affect the humans as a whole. Yeah. They're not enough to swear with. But what it does take is activating the selfish gene. By again, you can be big and strong, and your cock's big, and you'll just get like a bunch of selfish people. Tom Horton, Elliot Steele, Pinsa, Gan. This is going to benefit me. Yeah, you know, it's going to benefit me. So, so I, that's what I have done is they've activated the selfish gene on people to help the greater good. So I didn't find it that bad. I didn't find it that bad a problem that this is converting people to veganism. I didn't no, find no, it a I big deal. No, 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 no. I don't mind. No, no. I don't mind people being, being converted to. Sorry, I don't even mind people being converted to veganism, and I don't mind people eating fucking less meat because I think it's something we want to do. But Gan, stop giving idiots wrong bits of information that they're going to come and argue with me with and then I'm just going to have to like I can't argue with your documentary because it's a one way piece in the same way that people can't really argue with my sort of shows it's a one way fucking piece but there are factual fucking inaccuracies in your thing and your people are going to come from and be like where was the my favourite line my favourite line people say how are you as strong as an ox you go you ever seen what an ox has eaten you ever seen what an ox does for 17 hours of the fucking day uh, you moron it's got four stomachs to break that well that's yeah. a character but and also it's got a different fucking it's got a completely different makeup the fact that you can't even eat grass oh. like it's not it's not like the ox is eating fucking lettuce and tomatoes it's eating grass right oh, just... and it, also the fucking animals are so, like seals just eat fish and the fat cunts <laughs> like if I just eat fish I'd be lean as fuck be... what different animals you can't compare to the different sw- animals I think when people when you mentioned it the other day people do experiments on mice and going oh so that must be what it is on humans oh it's my favourite <laughs> it's my favourite my favourite fucking con- and this conspiracy theory comes around all the fucking time and it's because of a basic misunderstanding of what science is and what it does right is uh, do you know how many times they've discovered? Uh, do you know how many times they've discovered like cells or genes that can uh, get rid of all the cancer cells in mice? Right, uh, at least a thousand times. 
at least a thousand times they've found genes and, and things that can sort of, yeah, when they inject the mice, rats, whatever, cancer genes stop reproducing, right? There's been loads of patents for all those things, right? And every now and then you'll see a meme being like, hey, this can't, this was proven to get rid of cancer cells in rats, right? They patented, then it disappeared. The government doesn't want you knowing the cure to cancer. You go, no, 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 right? It's because, see, come here, come here. It's because rats aren't the same as your grand, you thick cunt. <laughs> <laughs> You absolute fucking moron, right? It's because, right, surprisingly, something that's two inches tall and a human being that can fly and invent a plane are different invent animals. Fly. Well, we're even, we're both, invent fly. Invent fly a plane. Well, but, but, no, we did both. We invented the plane and we yeah. can fly a plane. We, for the full range of what human beings are fucking capable of, yeah. they go, it's, it blows my mind. People who don't understand science and I can... Yeah, we're, we're much more of a complex being than the... I, I include myself in that list, but here's what happens when I learn about science, right? It's like, go away and I try and learn it. I go, fuck, I've got more questions, right? Uh, and I go, right, I'm going to have to answer all those questions and I write down all my books, all my notes, and then I have to download five more books and then I read one of those those books and you know what I've got another fucking five books to read as opposed to Elliot Steele Matt Garrick Tom Horn one documentary all that information in my head I am Jesus reincarnate yes I have set my opinion on this thing now Jesus. and you will not break into thank this opinion thank God somebody did a documentary about my opinion that I could just have instantly thank you world and now everybody please go on wait but why read the story of us and work out how they ended up being that way because it totally explains how that thinking operates mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. um, and then also come see us on tour I can't wait to see you I love you all bye <laughs>